Hey everybody, it's Michael Martin. Happy Thursday. You know, you're you're we talked about you know, decisiveness. Traders need to be decisive. They need to be leaders. Leaders are decisive and traders are and man, money managers are decisive by putting in their protective stops ahead of time as circuit breakers. And it occurs to me, you know, cuz then you've got the endless loop of questions, especially if you're on the intellectual side and you philosophize about things and you read lots of things and, and research and what have you. First thing I would do is to tell all the sales traders to stop sending you research. You don't need to read their opinion on anything. You can have your own opinions, right? There has to be leadership here and it should start with you, not with some research department at some private bank where they don't know their backside from a hole in the ground when it comes to managing risk. They're asset allocators. So good, good for them. That's what they do. But very, very few of them create any lasting alpha, right? That's where you come in. And that's why you'll make more money is because you can do that. But in order to create the alpha, you need to keep your losses small. The way you keep your losses small is you enter in your trailing protective stops and you leave them there. And you tell your clients that that's the way it's done. It's not up for discussion or debate. Now, if you have a 50-year investment portfolio, that's a different ball of wax. That's a trickier situation. I don't... And, you know, fundamentals have to exist. That's the whole reason why you're in Tesla, Amazon, and Apple is because the fundamentals are strong. You might be trading off the charts, but if the fundamentals aren't there, like they're not typically there in the cryptos or the marijuana stocks, right? Marijuana stocks about farming business. You want to own farming? Go ahead. You know, crypto, I don't see how you have a $12,000 bill in your, in your wallet that you can use to, you know, <laughs> buy your, uh, your favorite latte over at Pete's on 14th Street on, on uh, Montana. So at the end of the day, you all the questions that you can possibly fathom, right? You take out your notebook and, and write down all the potential questions of what can happen with the security once you're in it, right? That's the, that's the, the name thing. Then you could ask and say, what are all the questions that can come up for the sector, right? Because stocks and investments on the equity side are secular. If you're in commodities, it's cyclical, right? So then you could say, well, what about the economy? You could talk about interest rates. You could talk about the upcoming election and what's going to happen through that process. All the questions that you can fathom from the security to the sector, to the monetary policy, to the White House, to the election, to what's going on with the pandemic, to Black Lives Matter, all of those questions are answered by one thing, and that is your protective stock price. End of story. Okay, that's it. It's a very, very simple process and people tend to overthink things, especially if they fathom that they're intelligent. They very well may be, but running money and protecting capital is a separate process from being intelligent. All your questions are answered by your stop price. Figure out from backtesting what you're willing to risk on your initial entry and calculate your protective stop. Your stop order goes in. As you're making money, work it out with yourself or the client. How much of your unrealized gains are you willing to risk in order to stay in the trade to see more upside if the trend is up? This way you can temper your fear and your greed. You're making an investment to outperform cash. Not terribly hard to do when interest rates are zero. Right? You're saving for your retirement. You might be helping a parent out. You might want to put your kids through some type of school process. So you might have, then you have your own retirement, 
right? So, so you have, <laughs> you have the world is pulling at you on several fronts here. You have to serve yourself. And if all the pressure comes down to you, then you need the tools to help you get where you need to go. Because if you don't, you're going to have a lot of people looking at you for answers and you're not going to have them when the, when the bell tolls. So you answer all those questions in the short run by putting in your protective stop. When you're making money, it's a little trickier because you don't want the party to end. Everyone's having a good time. However, I've seen trends reverse and things go down. Look at Cisco. It was the backbone of the internet through the 90s and the, dot, the dot com boom. And when you think about it, it really hasn't done anything in 20 years. You know, it's for all, of the, all the, the wonderful technology and hardware that they have that we're probably all using in some way, shape or form between the switches and the routers and this and that, the companies had a tough time really making money and being a valuable investment. So, and I'm not picking on them, there's countless others. I'm just giving you an example of a name that pretty much everybody should know, right? It's not, it's not some obscure name, right? And when someone calls it the backbone of the internet, you'd think that it's material to the world we live in right now, because virtually everything, you know, you're, you've met me and got my book, you're listening to the podcast because of the internet. So I've probably had a lot of interaction with Cisco over the years through my own, you know, ownership uh, and use of, of their goods and services, as well as the internet, you know, the internet service providers and all the data carriers are probably using it as well. So you have to make up your mind on how that wants how you want that to go down so if you have two hundred dollars of unrealized gain in in say tesla for example how much of that are you willing to risk in order to stay in that position because where do you start to have regret for not having taken off the risk do you give back half are you going to give back 150 if it's a long-term investment then don't pay attention to this conversation it's not terribly important for you you see however if it is something more short-term and you expect there to be volatility then you need to be proactive and so when you pick that spot and you do all your iterations if you do it and think in terms of percentages then it really doesn't matter what all the fundamental reasons are of why the change could happen or why the name could work against you at that point because your the answer to your question is where you put your protective stop at that point now to take that a step further, you can just daydream about how much brain power you're going to save in the future to focus on the things that are important to you and your loved ones, especially coming through the pandemic. You might free up time to help the people that we spoke about in Monday's episode. You might find the time to take up a hobby. You might find the time to just, you know, enjoy yourself however you choose to do so. And stop going through this mental grind of what ifs. If you pick your stop price and put your stop in, it answers the questions. It doesn't need to be reconfigured at that point because it comes down to what are you willing to risk to stay in? That's a, that's a percentage question. All the reasons why it might go there is probably beyond your thinking anyway, even if you're really smart because people are very bad at prediction. So the only thing you can do is say, I'm comfortable risking 5% down from where we are today. Okay, fine, then put the stop in and have no regrets because knowing what you know right now, to the best of your ability, you're acting in a prudent way and you're protecting your capital. 
if you get into a false breakout and you get stopped, well, guess what? You can get back in. And you can use that process as a way to refine your entries. Do you trade the thing smaller on your initial entry so that you, you know, can, can price in the whipsaws? Right? Because they will happen too. And that's how this process evolves. You get to go through it and iterate and then figure it out based on the results that you're getting. And you could make changes. And that's a very empowering spot to be in. You're in control. You get to decide. It's not the stuff that happens to you. You get to decide how you want it to go down. So own it. If you'd like a copy of my book, the audiobook version anyway, you can get it for free at Martin Chronicle. Go help yourself. It's on me. Hope you enjoy it. Any questions, you know where to reach me. Have a great rest of your day. I'll see you tomorrow.